Alright everyone, here we are, back in the onsen. And today we're full staff, so uh, to begin with, I'm your host, Mazo, with co-host, Siz, and co-host, Nexus, and special guest, NBT. Since we're full staff, I'm doing the, uh, the classic quack quack. Is quack quack uh, only reserved for full staff meeting? Well, I thought it was a bit nostalgic that we've been haven't oh, been together for a while. <laughs> when you have a grand total of two viewers, there is no nostalgia. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> <laughs> so uh, today uh, we're doing a bit of a different kind of topic, I guess. I mean, have we ever focused on like anime and its relation to uh, J Rock before? I don't think so. I feel like we have. Well, no, not, not, not for a whole show. Yeah, not but fully. I, I mean, aside from that, we're also focusing a little more on comments than on our awesome selves. I mean, you guys are okay, but we all know who the real stars are. Uh, Me. So, to begin with, it's MVP uh, specifically. Have has anyone here? Which uh, don't don't all scream at once. Has anyone here ever found a band through some type of anime or? had it happen the other way around where you're listening to a band and then you hear they're doing an opening or an ending or maybe an insert song and then you're like i guess i should watch that anime if they're getting behind it so i'll, I'll, I'll po- pose that question to sis oh wow okay yeah. yeah i've got a whole load um a whole load, like huh? a whole load yeah so um First of all was, I've got on my list is a uh, School Food Punishment uh, RPG for like, see, the money of soul and possibility control. Sorry, it's a long oh, name. But, okay, I, know but I was like, I really liked the band from, I think it was uh, uh, Eden or something, some Eden of the East. And I was like, I'm going to watch this anime because they're doing it, the intro. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. And then, um, um, and then there's a Respect for the Dead Man by Pay Money to My Pain uh, for Nobunaga. I was like, um, I kn- I they I don't think they've ever done an anime opening or recent time anyway. Um, so I was like, I'm gonna check out the man uh, the anime and see what it <laughs> what it's about. Um, and then like. Sengoku Basra for uh, I've been a boy school Jap and then there's a whole list like Asian Kung Fu Generation Maximum the Hormone Overworld whenever Overworld do an opening or ending I I will prob- most likely watch that anime um, Nightmare that's how I got into Visual K um, Old Codex as well and Nano Nano also Myth and Roid also yeah so a lot of these bands have done different OPs and EDs I guess but uh, yeah all right, let's uh, let's throw it off to Nexus. What about you? I I've been thinking about it, and I realized that this doesn't really happen to me. But what does happen to me often is that I just listen to bands, and then I eventually find find out that they did an opening, and then I think I should watch that anime, and then I don't. <laughs> it's most recently it's happened to me with Baktik and Muku. In which I learned that Bhakti did an opening or ending for some kind of gory anime that I wanted to pick up and didn't. Then I was listening to Muku once and randomly thought that Yakusoku kind of sounded like an anime song. And I googled it and it was definitely a song for the anime. I just don't remember which one. 
Which song? Yakusoku. Oh, okay. Man. It sounds so very anime. You um, sound so very anime. Thank you. That is what all <laughs> that I that is all that I strive to be in my life to become anime. Well, um, I don't know if I listen to the wrong bands or what, but I don't think even if I like discover a band like a song by a band from an anime that I like, I listen to that song and no other songs from that band. And I know a lot of people do that; they just kind of listen to anime openings and never really Google the band. Awful. But it's weird. It, it, feel, yeah, it feels weird for me. It feels weird for me because I already listen to J-Rock, so it's not like I only listen to anime openings and never look up any J-Rock bands. I just listen to different bands than the bands that do openings, I guess. Isn't that because you're lazy? No. No. For for me, (laughs) if I start listening to just a bunch of OPs and EDs, which I normally don't, I just, I feel, I feel, not not guilty, but I feel like I'm not, you know, doing the full dive. But, uh, NBT, what about you? For me, it's, um... I mean, obviously, I, I've discovered a lot of great music through um, through anime, but mainly, I would say it's the opposite way that I discover anime through uh, music. So, for example, I listen to Sawano Hiroyuki's music, like the soundtrack for Guilty Crown. I had no idea what Guilty Crown was at the yeah. time, mm. so <laughs> I was really get into the album and it's i mean it's just a um like a soundtrack album so it's not like every song has vocals or anything like that but i was really into his music uh, and i i'm still and so i started watching the anime and the anime kind of got elevated um for me because of the amazing soundtrack yeah, I, I, I agree. I found out for uh Sawana Hiroyuki from that anime and then um yeah, from then on I've I've just been a fan of his work and I just yeah, I definitely elevated the anime for me. Yeah, okay, oh. okay, to to be fair, Demon Slayer is like eighty percent soundtrack. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Lisa. The the sound the soundtrack is by far the best thing about Demon Slayer. I'm going to be I mean, the first right now. It being uh, the best I, thing and it being I mean, the majority of the fucking uh, pro- show is two different things. Now, uh, for me, it's the majority of the appeal. If, yeah, to rephrase what <laughs> I said. Sorry. But for, uh, for you, Sis, did you discover Savano first before the anime or the opposite? No, I didn't know anything about Savano. And then I saw the anime and I was like, oh, this music's really cool. And then from then on, on. Um, I just listened to whatever he put out. And the same for Egoist. Egoist, I didn't know. And then I heard uh, Everlasting Guilty Crown. And then from then on, I've been a fan of Egoist. So. Oh, yeah. In the, uh, Specifically for uh, Egoist, I mean, uh, you had to... I mean, when you watch the anime, uh, they actually created like a band called Egoist for the anime. Uh, oh. So... In that sense, for for you, specifically this band, uh, I discovered it through the anime because the band was created from the anime. So that's also a, a good, uh, like, a interesting aspect that there are some bands that are created specifically for the anime, and then mm. they may probably like uh, do one or two albums sometimes, and then they kind of just disappear. Uh, but Egoist has stuck around for years. Yeah. To to be entirely fair, kind of just disappearing is. 
the way to go for many Shadow clans, even if they have nothing to do with anime. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's just like a thing they do. I mean, there are a lot of mainstays, aren't there? Like, Asian Kung Fu Generation comes back every few years to make a... Not even make an, a song for an anime, but, you know, it gets chosen for an anime. And same with, like, Uwad, I guess. Yeah. There's always mainstays. And Lisa, I guess. Lisa's the, the most popular one at the moment. Yeah, that's, you know, there's, like, there's, like, a whole thing. Now that you're pointing it out, that there's specifically bands that just do anime music a I mean, that's why there's any... for you. I mean, that's why any song is his, but there's also like bands that are not or musicians that are not specifically any song, and then their music gets chosen to to be on an anime or whatever. Yeah, like Crossfade, for example. That was a surprise for me. Crossfade. For... Yeah, cross. Yeah, Crossfade on a a anime opening. Um, it's for what? like a kind of like a warrior, um, old school kind of movie. Oh, okay. Like hmm. feudal time thing. That was mm. nice. Yeah. Uh, when I interviewed them, they were talking about uh, the process of doing the anime song. And I was asking them, like, it's quite surprising to see you guys do an anime song. And, and they were like, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we didn't expect it either. But they got the offer. And uh, it was one of the songs that they were going to put on uh, their album <clears throat> uh, or EP. I forgot which one. Uh, Whiteout, I think it was. Um, but they ended up taking that song out of the uh, the album and then uh, just bring it uh, as a, a standalone single uh, for the anime. So that that's how the song <laughs> got introduced to the anime world. And they also were asked to sing in Japanese and they were like, no, fuck it. We'll do it in, in, in English. <laughs> so that was pretty interesting. I, I when it comes to watching anime in general, I usually just skip past openings and endings until maybe I'm more than halfway through a series, because they're they're just pure spoilers. Like I I don't like watching them, and most of the times I don't like them anyway. I tend to not like any song bands. Like, yeah, it's it's just not really my thing. Yeah, that's fair enough. Sometimes I actually. Um like turn around when the opening is playing so i can enjoy the song really <laughs> yeah that's actually like oh. a genius fucking move honestly <laughs> but sometimes there's really nowhere to turn around to like i mean you can minimize the window I'm... close their laptop and shit i don't know i mean I'm... usually i'm watching on an actual tv but like oh close your eyes what are you doing um i'm normally just so dumb that i just realize things later on no yeah, so I, I i'm i'm fine with that i'm just like oh like, this happened this is cool okay I, i'm the same i'm the same way i'm watching an opening and i'm like oh, that's cool and it showed me the spoilers and i don't even realize yeah that's yeah. every shonen anime like oh you know that's the last boss yeah. no that's every anime that's why i don't watch them i mean honestly i just like have like I like the idea of how it's gonna happen rather than you mean it's the, the journey. Spoil. It's the journey. Yeah, that journey. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the... my thing is, I'm okay with spoilers if I'm asking for them specifically, but if they're just thrown at me out of nowhere, it's kind of like, ah, oh, what? Kind of sucks. When when would you it's... ask for spoilers though? No, here's like, the thing like, though. Twenty five minutes ago, when I was I... talking to Nexus about yeah, I, I 
I do this with my Hero Academy every Thursday, in where I deliberately go to read leaks because I don't want anyone to spoil me when I'm not expecting it. So I'm going and spoiling myself. Whoa, that's hardcore. Person, it's it's about it's about like not really the power, but like the control. Like I would rather it be on my terms that I'm spoiled than somebody else spoiling me when I'm not expecting it. You know, does it make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Anytime anything major releases, like either you have to go see it day one, or you cannot be in any live chats because oh, there's yeah. that one person who's like spamming so and so dies at the end, so and so dies at the end. It's just like Jesus. But also, yeah, I just I I if you say that, I'd be like, oh, I'm interested in that how that happens, you know? So I don't know. I stopped actually um, uh, liking or following like these uh, anime sites uh, because of. This stuff that they post uh, because they cater to most of the people who are uh, watching the anime weekly and I don't do that I wait for the entire series to to end before I watch it but they keep posting the references for the stuff that happened like uh, this week I don't I don't even follow the site <laughs> I'm just on Twitter well referring to the comment uh, on Twitter uh, there was one I ran into that was interesting uh, our buddy Jose Manuel, uh, he says... He, he's uh, actually, I, uh, I just want to point out that he's been very actively uh, commenting and liking her stuff, so I'm grateful for that. See? I know the people. Yeah, yeah, the name sounds familiar. Senpai oh. noticed you. Mm-hmm. So he said, I discovered J-Rock thanks to Roni Kenshin. And the first time I hooked up to a song was the 4th Avenue Cafe from Lark on Ciel. And that made me do a research of their music. The rest is history. 22 years in the J-Rock Visual K world. So I thought this was pretty interesting personally because like that's kind of really close to my uh, my story. Of course, I'm an incel, so I never hooked up to anyone listening to 4th Avenue Cafe. But uh, I did get really into Japanese music because of Veroni Kenshin. First, it was because of uh, Heart of the Sword. Oh, banger. Banger. Yeah. And from there, I found 4th Avenue Cafe on an album for Rurouni Kenshin. And then the rest was pretty much what we have here from Jose, where I just went insane researching stuff. I don't think I have ever seen Rurouni Kenshin. I mean, I would highly recommend it, but it is really old now. And especially if you've seen... Isn't the author... Uh, yes. Oh yes. well. Uh, whoa, well, let's yes. let's not get into that track. <laughs> there's, yes. there's there's a lot to talk about there with that. Like, I have my opinions, but uh, I have something to add to to the ruining Kenjin things. Like uh, there was actually a lot of comments that mentioned this series, uh, this anime. Um, like people found uh, what was it? Uh, like Judy and Mary, the yellow monkey. And uh, as you, I guess you also found Takanori like the revolution from it, but there was also makes revolution. Uh, it was also interesting to see that some people watched the uh, live adaptation and found one okay rock. So not explicitly anime, but still related, I guess. Definitely related. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And on a on this on a similar note, some people actually found. Girugamesh. 
What did they do? Yeah, what did they do? I was waiting for you guys to fill in with like Rugamesh. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> so that that was not from the same movie, but that was from Nana because uh, Gurugamesh oh. did a cover of Glamorous Sky, and despite Gurugamesh not having done any opening or any theme song except for uh, the vocalist Satoshi in his uh, solo band, I mean Gurugamesh still got like the anime audience for some reason. Uh, well, obviously for, from <laughs> Glamorous Sky, and that was from the Nana movie. If I didn't mention that. Which is composed by Hyde. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's true. Hyde. I think Hyde did maybe two songs for them, but I might be wrong. But definitely Glamorous Sky. You're right. Yeah. But that that's that is that is one of the things that's really interesting is since you brought it up with Hyde composing it, a lot of people did respond with different anime that had contributions from Lark on Seal. A lot of uh, Rurouni Kenshin obviously had Fourth Avenue Cafe. Uh, quite a bit of people are calling in a uh, Full Metal Alchemist, which yep. had uh, Ready, Ready Steady, Steady Go. Go, and then uh, I think the film Conqueror of Shambhala had Link. Yeah. So there, they've there's, had, there's they've had strong connections with Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, yeah. there's there's a bit of uh, Lark on CL in there, although it's pretty interesting that Hyde going solo is like I'm not Lark on CL. He still does does any song sometimes, doesn't he? Um, I, I yes. remember like three things by Hyde specifically, but I think he co- be... he, co- he recently covered Grandma's Sky for like one of his singles. So um, he I'll worked with Grandma. the uh, Korean guy, you know. There's the a lot of Korean guy. guys. In <laughs> well, well, there was mean, only one guy he worked with. The Korean guy. Yeah, the oh. Korean guy. Uh, oh. That was the... I don't know his name. Uh, the guy from Dongbang Shinki. Um, Hichu? No. The only one, one I know. Uh, because... Um, noblesse. Uh, what, noblesse? Hichu. The anime Noblesse? Uh, I think it's called. Nobli- noblesse? 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 I don't... Noblesse. Noblesse, yeah. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, Breaking Dawn by... Oh, yeah. Correct. That's the one. That's the one. So who who who's the singer? The singer is Kim Kim J oh J, Kim Jae Jong. Oh Jae Jong, okay. Yeah, I have. Oh <laughs> well, now like... now I know the Korean. Oh, yeah, you were like insulting them first, like oh I know you can. Listen, yeah. listen, I think Hichul might actually be from Super Junior. I may yeah. have remember. <laughs> I don't know my Korean stars very well. Okay. Wait, Sorry. is he from Super Junior? I think Hichul is from Super Junior and, and Jaejung is from Dombashingi. Ah, oh, okay. DBS girl, yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say one of the interesting ones I found because I kind of know a little bit about this one was uh, our, our boy here, Devon Curry. He says Roroni Kenshin, TM Revolution, Heart of Sword, which is like, yeah, me too, buddy. But the other one he said... He said, Gra- uh, Baki the Grappler, Dear Angre, Child Prey. Which is really interesting because that's the only Annie song that Dear Angre has to date, I think. So I actually didn't know about that this, one. This is yeah. the thing I was mentioning. I keep discovering that somebody did anime and I didn't know about it. Well, yeah. Here's, here's the really interesting thing about that one. For Japan, they didn't. Oh. For some reason, with the English localization, they changed the original opening 
and licensed child prey instead. Whoa. Um, so whoever good. was was on the English localization team is a total bro. Hooking <laughs> <laughs> it up. Like that, that's insanity. I don't I, I like I ended up looking into this because I kept I the main reason I wanted to watch Baki the Grappler was because I knew it had child prey in it, which as we mentioned in this topic is another thing, discovering anime because of the music that's in it. And when I looked into it, everywhere I looked, the opening, like if you just, you know, Google Baki the Grappler opening, the opening's always not Child Prey. And I ended up looking into it and I found somewhere where they mentioned that for the English release, that's where they used Child Prey. Wait, did you watch the anime though? No. Oh, well, <laughs> that had no effect, man. It did until I realized that it was only the English release. And also, there's there's that glaring issue of I don't have any time. Um, understandable. Yeah, there was a similar um, case with Gazette because they only done one anime song too for Oh yeah, that's that's the best way to find out if a girl's Fujoshi or not. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, yeah, I get you. Not through Gazette, but through Black Butler, you mean. Yeah, if if you're like, oh, like, what are you into? And they're like, oh, what do you mean? Like, music. Oh, I really like Gazette. They did the opening for Kuroshitsuji. And you're like, here, let me me correct you on that. That's uh, specifically how you find out that there is a Fujoshi or a Fujin that got into Yaoi after 2012 when Shibra was released because some of us Fujin don't have been into that shit for like uh, ten years. Some, some of us, some of us. <laughs> yeah. oh. I like this. I like this. The 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 Fujin lore. Yeah, Fujin just, lore. just look at the authority. <laughs> but like, I find it. Uh, I think I mentioned it already before. But I I found it like a bit weird when Gazette was doing a, an opening. But I guess that yeah. was uh, because of their transition to Sony. And um, I also seen this with, uh, uh, as I mentioned before, Crossfade because I think they they're in Sony now too. Uh, so I I see that as the correlation of doing anime anime openings. Yeah, I found that I found that weird as well. I I kind of knew it was like a a way to just make them known to the outside world, but I knew they wasn't going to do an anime. They may do it like in maybe a few years time, but I don't think they'll do it. But they, did, but they didn't really need that. I mean, I don't feel like... I, I, I never had the impression that Gazette that uh, wanted to do anime openings. And they haven't pushed <sighs> for it either. Like, even after so many years. I don't know. I think during... I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I think during the Sony era, it was very... Or the beginning of the Sony era, I believe. It was very... Uh, we need to push everything out as soon as possible kind of thing and so i feel like that shiver was a drive for that yeah yeah that was like those were like a weird time when they released a lot of stuff very quickly and it was clear that they didn't really they released a lot of singles at that time yeah a lot of singles but it was like a couple some was rushed albums it was like an album every year or like every two years so yeah that wasn't i would say that was a good time yeah Okay, um, there are some other bands that I want to, or, or an anime that I want to mention as well. Uh, there were a lot of people that mentioned uh, 
nightmare and i guess yeah nightmare yeah. is a staple across all of these comments and death note yeah, yeah. kind of signifies that the jerek fandom is for old people wait what or fourth wall no. for uh, old people oh for like, old people <laughs> listen who who cites death note as something they that got them into jerek unless they have been into jerek i mean like, you did right you don't know when they watched it either, because I think I watched it like three years after it released. Okay, so but ma- it's still like 2010 at best. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> it shit. was a while ago. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. It's 2026. I know, it's terrible. Mm. Yeah, I mean, but there's some bands uh, like Uberworld. You never know with them because they've yeah, been yeah. around for so long. Yeah. Uh, people were citing like uh, Bleach, Gundam, uh, Bunga Stray Dogs, and that's like kind of like, th- like I don't know, three different eras almost. In yeah, yeah, Bunga's yeah. definitely more modern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say also like just maybe a bit off topic, but Sid really got popular from their contribution to anime. I feel because uh, yeah, I just that's okay. I lied in the beginning. I definitely discovered Shido because of uh, because of anime opening yeah wait wh- which, they, song, yeah. which song which song is the it um, is the opening i think or they done, I yeah i think so they did that one and they done uh formal alchemist ending and an opening um and they've done other um other anime as well but i can't remember on top of my head yeah for me it was vip from magi that song oh so there good. we go there we go yeah like that was one of the few openings i would actually watch because i was like this song is too good Mm. Wow, it's but good to since, know that. Since you mentioned Nightmare, uh, we have this person here, Charmaine Lee, said, I've never really liked anime, but I checked out the Death Note anime be- when I first read the manga and Maximum the Hormone totally changed the music game for me. Yeah, They're still one of my favorite one. bands 14 years on, which, yeah, it's I kind of had the opposite. I had a friend introduce me to Maximum the Hormone, and I was like, mm. this is really good. He's like, yeah, I heard it on an anime. And then I... I went and I found Death Note and I watched the first episode and the opening starts. I'm like, what the fuck is this? This isn't what I listened to. (laughs) So I I did not like Nightmare at first. And (laughs) uh, to this day, I really don't like them that much. They have a few songs here and there that I like, but I feel like if I wasn't expecting Maximum the Hormone, I probably would have liked Nightmare a lot more. Yeah. I mean, Maximum the Hormone has more kind of like a western feel if you get what i mean yeah. compared to nightmare yeah. which is more flamboyant yeah, yeah. maximum the hormone definitely has like those punk roots and stuff that kind of bleed through it's definitely one of those animes that because the um both the anime and both bands were on record label uh, bap at the time so i'm guessing they were just like let's put these two bands into into this anime that we've that we've made you know yeah yeah, that would make sense. But yeah, that was that was one that I think was really nice, Max, on the hormone. Like I said, one of the one of the best parts of Death Note. So I guess you guys looked at most of the comments, but how many do you think, like percentage wise, found like uh, bands through anime and uh, compared to the opposite? Did you actually count the percentages? Or yes. are just asking? Okay, no, I <laughs> Let me make a guess. I think probably sixty percent of the commenters found bands through anime, forty percent the other way around. 
Okay. Is this? I think it's the opposite. I, I think it's really. I think it's eighty percent that um, people found the band through anime. Okay, Mazo. Yeah, same. Okay, so 80, 80, and uh, 60. That's not 100%. No, I mean, like, you, you said 60, and, and did two others said half 80. Half man, half bear. Half yeah. Bear. <laughs> Making him an improper fraction. Uh, but, yeah, it was about 90% found the bands through anime. Huh. Yeah. Our audience is a bunch of weebs. Mm. <laughs> but I guess it was also kind of, like, the people that you would get who answer this one would be more passionate about the yeah yeah that's anime true stuff. people who don't give a shit about anime probably wouldn't comment on this I yeah mean, no, not as much yeah it makes sense in anime anime and music go hand in hand now i mean we always consider consider them going hand in hand so yeah until until netflix decides to remove all the openings and endings oh that would be horrible do they do that they you can skip la- it well yeah yeah you can skip it but last time i i heard uh the story about this was maybe uh, less than a year ago they were you thinking of not exactly it was more a general thing but about them thinking about removing the openings because people just want to binge uh that's terrible openings are yeah that's terrible i don't think that's more well, netflix own a monopoly but yeah the way they do it is pretty shit so uh, soon they will <laughs> i mean if if people want to want to binge they can use the freaking skip button that is already there but like <laughs> like potato couches don't want to press buttons they just want a potato wow that's no. an analogy oh, that was so outrageous i almost swore in check caught myself right there damn it I, do it no <laughs> uh, whoa i didn't even know uh, Kiyohara done one for Matan Nadesco. What the hell? Okay, cool. Huh? Can, can, so, you, can like, you read so, the uh, read the answer? Yeah, it's uh, by Louise Newman. Uh, it's I discover uh, Yamato Nadesco because of Kiyoharu. I think it might be the only person that discovers the music before the anime because they discovered VK because I like their hair and clothes. So, yeah. Who doesn't if like only, the hair and clothes? If only that anime would have been more popular, maybe he could have paid off his debts. Oh! <laughs> Fukai, Fukai. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I was gonna say, uh, we did, a, the, the, a big thing, though, it wasn't a lot of them, but some people, they were introduced to... J-Rock through anime, but not necessarily because particular bands did openings and endings. I have one example, which was uh, a user, Rara-sensei. She mentioned mm. how she saw an AMV for uh, X, X, I think yeah, is the name of the Slash 1999. Yeah, X1999 w- w- to the tune of X Japan. X, or We Are X, right? And mm. I thought that was interesting because yeah, that's that that's another thing. Like back when AMVs were like how you expressed yourself to your middle school girlfriend. L- Linkin Park. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I, yeah a lot of people have and, Linkin Park and stuff, and but I think you, I had found. MBT. I know I found something Japanese that was pretty good back then. You 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 guys are joking, but AMVs in like Eurovision or two thousand and six were that as how I discovered Linkin Park. <laughs> <laughs> well. 
Well, I, I guess a lot of people. It's no. a joke, Mazo. I know, but it's still really good. <laughs> I, I I discovered TM Revolution through um, AMVs, so for like a Final Fantasy VII Advent Children AMV, I think. So, oh, yeah. Advent Children, yeah, yeah, I yeah, love that game. I, I, so, um, no, it's a film, I think. Uh, oh, no, sorry. Yeah. I, I was thinking <laughs> yeah. of uh, Crisis Core. But, th- <laughs> yeah, yeah. but uh, they go hand in hand. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The story. Some but, people um, did also mention video games, since you brought that up. Somebody mentioned discovering oh, Jack through was, Final Fantasy. Yeah, that's I, I've talked about this on previous episodes, but Final Fantasy is literally the reason I am into Jero, because I discovered Jack through that game. <laughs> it was literally physically in it. Okay. And, and that led to Googling Malice Miser, and now we're here. Can, can, so. can I ask you a question? Yes. Uh, do you feel embarrassed that you got introduced to J-Rock from Gact? No, not at all. <laughs> because now it's all about yeah. like penis training <laughs> and, and, and like uh, other uh, nasty stuff. I have I have disowned Gact personally, and I kind of just pretend that he doesn't exist. <laughs> this is what I do. I, I, I am still grateful to him for getting me. Yes, exactly that. Yeah, so But I'm just like, yeah, okay. You do what you, you're an old man now. You so do. You do get to somewhere you're happy yeah. and whatever, but do it somewhere else. Yeah, I love Gak no matter what. <laughs> wow, that's very valid, and I applaud you for that. Can't be me though. Yeah, to be fair, I haven't listened to any of his music in a long fucking time, but Listen, I, I uh, still love him. The thing is, I'm not quite quite sure he even does any music anymore. <laughs> he does YouTube. I, I want to bring up like um, less J-Rock and Visual K kind of uh, bands. And so we have one from uh, Alina Foster. So she mentions... Um, sorry, uh, yeah. So she mentions... Uh, I know it's Visual K, but Kalafina from Kuroshit... Okay, it's... Oh, yeah, Kuroshitsidi. Uh, yeah, Kalafina did one ending. Yeah, uh, and uh, Lacrimosa was gorgeous, so I, I immediately went to obtain a bulk of their disc- uh, discography. Mm. Yeah, I, I really love Lacrimosa personally, but I have never felt compelled to seek out the rest of Kalafina's discography. I don't know why. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's, um, it's quite beautiful, the music that Kalafina does. Um, I might look it up on Spotify. Also, I'm on Spotify now. Yeah, I'm on Spotify too. <laughs> I mean, if you're into that, I mean, it's um, the uh, Yuki Kajiura who composed it. and she Oh, does... I do like Yuki Kajiura. That's... Yeah, yeah. And she's basically like the... That. Yeah, she's basically the, the one behind all of the music. Oh, okay. I would like that. So yeah. I will look at that. Um, so recently she done... Uh, Amer's songs as well, and there will be a new one called. Uh, sorry, Emer. I know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't speak French, man. <laughs> Neither do we. Well, actually, I can only speak for myself. I can only I say don't. bonjour. Bonjour. I can't even say that. <laughs> bonjour. 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 Listen, you should be glad you're not a fan of Kamijo because you would be called a disgrace right now. Can't uh, even say yeah. bonjour. Well, I'm into Hisaki, but not really into uh, a. Just weird. Hisaki? No, 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 no. Hisaki. <laughs> no. Hisa- oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. no, 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 no. Can't go into like, that. Hisaki's solo music, or Hisaki as a person? Uh, I mean, he's uh, he Hisaki as a musician. Is a this is yes. 
so off topic. But like, yeah. there are people who are into him as a crossdresser persona, and then there are people who are into his music. Those are two different things. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I'm into his music, but let's go I'll back to, to Cal- yeah. let's go yeah. back to Calafina. Sorry, Aquafina. Uh, <laughs> Abortion. Yeah, abortion. But... What? What? <laughs> what? It's a Bojack Horseman joke. Okay. <laughs> but are there any other kind of like less uh, J-Rock slash with K bands uh, that you've discovered from um, anime? Yeah, for me, um, uh, I found that about Amazarashi through, um, I can't remember what how it was, uh, anime, I can't remember the name of it. But it, um, that was when I first got into when I first noticed uh, his work uh, Speed to Masatsu mm-hmm. yeah and um, Superfly so that's for uh, Promare uh, mm-hmm. the, she had like I think two songs from it two songs from that um, that movie and like, nobody knows it's a weird one because they're like a rap group but they don't want Naruto o- opening and from that from that one time i thought it was the coolest shit ever and obviously everybody around me was just like nah shit it's the shit is like opening ever and i was like this is so sick wait wait, which one did they do um the second one i think hero stand up oh okay from naruto shippuden how does it go how does it go i'm not gonna sing it (laughs) i'm not gonna come on it's it's the one that that yells the hands up shit it's the hype i don't know it's hype to me but i i love it um and apart from that, the thing, think... the, the thing is that I can sing it, but I don't want to because you don't, don't want to. Do, <laughs> do it. Do it. Or you're we won't have it on recording. No. no. I, I regret saying this. <laughs> <laughs> I regret everything. Understandable. Um, and there's, oh, I guess a big one is Ikemono Gakari because that's like. Yeah, for Naruto. Uh, I think yeah. they were, yeah, they were anime, reti- I guess, reti- returners, or I don't know, but they kept doing, like, openings and, and whatnot for, like, a long amount of time, so. And then they yeah. kind of disappeared. Yeah, and they're back they now, I think. Again. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're doing the, the YouTube weekend thing. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, oh, uh, I, one of the standouts uh, that I would want to say, but didn't man, uh, it, it got... It didn't get mentioned as much in the comments, but Wolfie Krieger uh, said Asriel from Eleven Eyes and Yosei Teikoku from Mirai Nikki. And that's a classic. Yeah, Yosei Teikoku is... I have seen that mentioned. Yeah, uh, from Mirai Nikki. A lot of people found out about this band through uh, Mirai Nikki. I think Mir- yeah, yeah Mirai Nikki. No, that song was so good. I think Mirai Nikki was like, there was a point where it's just really popular and everywhere. Like it's like I guess an under- it felt like an underground hit, but yeah, I feel like, I feel like a lot of people watched it. So. Yeah, yeah. At least in the West, I don't know about Japan, yeah. but mm, in the West, mm. this was like just like exploding. Yeah, yeah. We like to watch people die in the West. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's nice. <laughs> Well, okay, on the yeah. subject of Jose Tekoku, I, I did I did get into them because of Mirai Nikki, but when I was watching some other stuff, uh, I did find one of their songs and it made me like them even more and was 
what really got the ball rolling got me buying albums and stuff but um that anime i don't know if you know it seiko no quasar oh my god no (laughs) (laughs) well that that's kind of like a semi semi h i know dude they did the second season opening which the first season if you've watched it the first season you can get away with just calling it a straight up anime like it's just a gimmick at that point second season they throw all the plot out the window and it's all about the middle no you mean they they put everything into the plot you mean (laughs) (laughs) yeah I, i don't think i finished the second season but yeah, hearing that song, I was like, this is really good. And, like, I immediately knew who it was, and that got me way more into them. Yeah, I think it's, like, really exciting when you don't expect the band you like to do an opening, and then you're like, oh, shit, that's so cool. I love that. Yeah, but I mean... It was for... more the tie-in, yeah, for a semi-H anime. I mean, yeah. yeah. But for... In, in uh, Mazo's case. Was, uh, Shingeki no Bahamut. Uh, when Sim, Sim did the opening. yeah Sim yes yeah uh, I mean I'm I'm gonna divulge like too much information here but I was at work and I had it I had it playing off to the side and existence started and it was so hyped that I actually left my post and had to run a lap around the building that song is so good yeah <laughs> yeah that's one of the best songs that it's, Sim has produced it's, it's weird how like you get the odd odd like really heavy band doing anime openings like another example here uh from the facebook post uh mr pedal sorry if i got your name wrong uh fear and loathing in las vegas done the opening for hunter parasite. hunter hunter, hunter, oh, hunter. hunter. Oh, yeah, yeah, and Par- both. yeah yeah, yeah and parasite and like they're not normally a band you would associate with especially an anime like hunter and the hunter you're just okay the theme like especially the, the way the theme is but um yeah that's... they also did uh Bryn Hilder that one oh. blew my fucking mind mm, mm. I, I I think I broke a, a pencil with that one do you guys know do you guys know which um uh label Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is uh, signed under no not to my knowledge but I can probably find out okay so it's okay never mind to skip that because I thought it was Sony at first, but it's not. Um, uh, I don't know if it's too late, but um, I wanted to mention. Okay, <laughs> I wanted to mention something about Yosei Takeoku, um, because they're signed un- under Lantis, uh, the record label Lantis, which is primarily doing like anime songs in general. Yosei Takeoku stands out more as a kind of like not anime band. If you get my drift, I think they're like a uh, what's like a I don't know what the word is. Sweet, sweet, sweet. I don't know how to, how to say it, but they're like an half half anime band, half like actual actual band. Does that make sense? Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Like they cross, they cross. Is that they're more actual band than anime band? Yeah, but I think yeah. they were still created for anime. If I'm not correct, uh, if I'm not wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I do know that the if you do look into their history, they were originally created as three different bands yeah. as part of the Ferrythm project. So I don't know if they were specifically created because of anime or like specific anime or like the world of anime in general, but that's that's something to think about. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, but Yui the, was um, or is a voice actress as well. Yes. Y- wait, Yui. Oh, here's, okay, yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Here's that. a funny. Here's a funny. Before this episode, I didn't even know there were bands that were specifically created to make any song. Oh yeah, wow. <laughs> bang dream man. It's really, yeah. it's really common. Not even in that sense, but like one time only things. Yeah. Mm. Literally. I have gaps in knowledge. Or there'll be a uh, there'll be a label like I guess Lantis who will have artists that will contribute to animes every so often. So like Old Codex, Grand Rodeo. Isn't Grand um, Rodeo like a specific anime band too? Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, yeah. Um, with uh, what's it, Kuroko Kuroko's Basket? Is I it... mean, they contribute they contributed a lot to that anime. Hmm. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a there's a whole world of that, I guess, when it comes to doing music for the animation. Yeah, I guess that's why they were so like I saw them live in in Japan, and like the crowd was so amazing, uh, like they were so active uh, throughout the entire concert. I I never seen such a like well I've seen a very active crowd, but this one was uh, more of a non metal crowd that was really active. Uh, but there's also a lot of um, dojin bands that are more exposed now to the anime community. Um, there's oh, like yeah, yeah. What? Uh, wait, let, let, let me let me mention the, the yeah, one of on. the biggest one eve yes yes yes, yes yeah, yeah, yeah. right i only found out about eve like the other day because he he was doing um the opening for is it the new anime kaisen i can't remember the second part uh jujutsu i think and I was like, oh, this, guys, yes. yes, that's it. And I was like, oh, this this is really good shit. And then I went through all his like most of his music videos, and I'm like, I could definitely get into this. So that that's one thing, you know. Yeah. So, so like people who haven't like like people who don't listen to Dojin music are really missing out, in my opinion. And that's why mm. I really like Dojin music. There's so much to discover there, uh, unlike the mainstream stuff that is like just a repeating cycle. Mm. Yeah. So uh, I yeah. mean, I've been really surprised by how many Dojin bands have uh, Dojin artists have become like mainstream these days. Uh, oh, but stop. like such nano, is, nano, I feel like such is the nature of the internet exposure and shit. Yeah. But I'm happy that's happening because more indie stuff tends to draw like more creativity. Because as you said, the mainstream shit gets like more not really streamlined or tame, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it follows kind of like a pattern. Yeah, yeah. Pattern, pattern is a good word. Um, but like the thing with the uh, Dojin artists is that they kind of establish themselves uh, through whatever platform they use. And the people, the fans that are following them, they're much more loyal because yeah. like because of the nature of how they got into them and, and how they yeah, yeah. interact with the artists. Because it's a much like much more personal and closer interaction, which brews like more dedicated fandom. Mm-hmm. And then when they become mainstream, they take the fandom with them, and they, they then they have a baseline of really dedicated fans. Exactly. I mean, on that matter, I guess that kind of brings into fact like real doing the um, opening for Digimon, Digimon, I think. Yes. For with 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 their song like Q, I think yep. Q with a question mark or whatever. So and like like millions of views on on all of their videos you know 
like well not all of it i don't know about all of the videos but like there's always a lot of views on on the videos so yeah it, it, it goes to show that it is getting uh much more popularity considering uh-huh. how mainstream like digimon is it's quite impressive how we yeah. all got to deal with them mm. okay so let me throw you guys a question now that we have gone through like basically all of the answers here um so how much can you um relate to the experiences that the other people have the other people have experienced yeah 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 sometimes oh i can i can relate uh to the extent that i recognize like all of the bands and all of the anime because a lot of the comments mentioned like the old not old I guess if it came out in 2005, it's old by this point, but like the classic animes like Death Note and Kuroshituji and stuff like that that I have watched and the bands that I still listen to that even though I didn't quite discover them through those animes, I I could see how people would discover that, if it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because it was like those are big animes at the time and those were big bands at the time and some of them are still big now. So it makes sense to me. But I have I have expressed before that I'm an outlier in discovering bands through anime, which doesn't often happen to me. Have have you because uh, you you're very much into My Hero Academia? Yeah. And uh, I at least I listened to the openings for My Hero Academia a lot, but I, I never felt compelled to like look up the bands themselves. Because uh, I like I like this usually the songs aren't quite my style of music, but I like them because they're from My Hero Academia. So I, I like the anime, so I have a positive association with the song because it's from my favorite anime, but the song isn't enough of my style for me to look up the whole band, if it makes sense. Because I was gonna ask you about, for example, um, Sorani Utaiba. Do you know I like one? Sorani Utaiba a lot, but I never like looked up the band that made the song because I like I, I I'm paranoidly believing that I only like the song because it's in my hero academia. Because it's that too soft for my yeah, that one is uh, Amazarashi. If you didn't, know I that. I have never listened to a single other song from Amazarashi before. So you've got Spotify now. This is the yes. perfect time to <laughs> check out. Honestly, because I've been discovering so many good bands. Listen, Spotify. listen, this, see, this... see, see, here's the thing. I got Spotify Premium two months ago. And I have discovered so many new bands, except except uh, Galnerius, none of them are Japanese. Wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> you're using it wrong then. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to have... music wrong. Man, I don't know what to tell you. There's just I've I've been really getting into like Nordic Nordic ambient wow. and gothic that... shit. Because Spotify is full of it, and I'm still salty that my favorite albums by Bactic aren't on Spotify. Fuck yeah, they, you, they need to fix that. <laughs> Fuck you personally. <laughs> well, they've done a lot of live streams, at least for the global audience. Yeah, but like my my like five favorite songs by Bactic, None, not a single one out of my top five songs that Bactic is on Spotify, and I'm very salty about that. Wow, five songs. Is it dress? And, and is one of them dress? No, uh, like Romance is understandably one of my favorites, and it's one of their most known songs, and it's not on there. Why wouldn't it be there? 
Why wouldn't you put one of your most favorite, like most beloved songs on Spotify? Wait, what? What anime songs has Bucktick done? Oh, uh, Kuchizuke, I think, is one of the yeah, anime Kuchizuke songs. from uh, and something uh, else. Are they anime. on Spotify? Yes. Yes. Okay, so it's partially on Spotify. Yeah, yeah Bucktick are on Spotify partially, but some of their most popular stuff or most known albums aren't but the recent stuff is on there so that's good oh okay um because i was thinking that jpu records is uh, i mean they're signed on jpu records so it would make sense that they are on spotify yeah mm. well on that note though uh sis how do you feel about it yeah um yeah <laughs> i pretty much i pretty much relate to most of them uh going through that watching watching um an anime because you're you're a big fan of the artist or whether you're you just discovered the artist for the first time so yeah yeah definitely i mean before we get back to mbt on it uh, i would say for myself i found that a lot of us all have the same origin story <laughs> not exactly the same but a lot of us did really start getting into the japanese music scene from the same songs or the same anime or more specifically the same songs in the same anime a lot of a lot of death note a lot of Veroni kenshin a lot of just good stuff so i i definitely learned that we have some classy motherfuckers in the audience but classic uh mbt what about you uh yeah i mean we always compile this top animalist um every year so I mean, in doing that research, there's like a ton of amazing anime songs that I, I, I never in, in my life thought I would find because, I mean, there's so much music in the anime industry. But there's some um, like animes that I probably wouldn't listen, uh, sorry, that I wouldn't, probably wouldn't watch if I didn't have listened to their uh, anime song when doing the research. Um, so there's one like there's one by Rekka Kata Rekka Katakiri. So the mm. song is called Oni no Deku Katana, uh, Kaku Katariki. <laughs> Sorry for for the pronunciation, but that one uh, was uh, it was composed by uh, Fanas, uh, guitarist I think it was or keyboardist. Sorry, uh, but I forgot I forgot the exact details there, but. It was also, but he brought in like a Dojin vocalist, uh, which is uh, Rika, uh, sorry, Rika. So that was quite a surprise that even the smaller bands are, sorry, the smaller artists are able to strive in that field uh, with the more mainstream bands. And then, uh, you, you know, the anime like Seishun Butayaro thing? I just watched that like a week ago. Yeah, um, you know, we covered a band called Fox Capture Plan on our website, uh, if you guys noticed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the one of the members there is the guy who composed the ending song for that one. And uh, sure. like, I didn't know that, like that he was in the band. Like I've been covering the band for a long time now. But then later I, I, I looked up the composer for that song um, and I was like, shit. 
It's 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 the guy from Fox Capture Plan, so that got me a bit surprised. All right, well, on that note, we strayed uh, quite a bit off topic on this one. Maybe we'll be able to expand on some of this stuff in uh, another episode at some point. But for now, before we start talking about our uh, hentai preferences, I've been your host, Mazo, co-host Yo. Yo. And co-host Nexus. And NBT. And Quackily Quack. Listen to Stereotype Foundation. He's good. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Fuck you personally.